everyone with a computer and access to the genomic information can upload genomes to, let's say, GEDmatch or other websites, search for relatives, find a match, and infer the identity of the genome of interest. So kind of like the U.S. In, is in a very unique situation where it's the first country in the world where you can deploy basically a population-scale genomic surveillance. Another study we published in Science a few years ago showed that you can infer potentially more than 60% of these individuals with the databases at that time. Now the databases are larger, so you can potentially infer more people. This means that we are in a very unique era where you can collect genomes. It's very cheap to develop the genomic information, to get digital information from the genome, and then search in these databases and identify people. And this is how why we call it ubiquitous genetic surveillance. You point out in your piece, too, that the harvesting of genomes or the genomic surveillance can be accelerated by the ongoing pandemic. How would that happen? We kind of like think that the public at this point is more willing to give some biological material. And that's a good thing for sure, right? Like we need to test people in order to cut the transmission and to identify COVID cases. But if you have an apparatus where you can actually swap people, Basically, you can get also their DNA using the same swabs. Yeah. That could lead also psychologically or sociologically that that's okay to be swabbed at airports. And therefore, governments could use this information in the future also to collect the DNA of people and to create genetic databases. Now, I want to be very clear about it. I think it's a very good thing to swap people for infectious diseases at airports. But we also need to have discussions about what are the limits of collecting this biological material and making sure that it's not used for other things. Or if it's going to be used for other things, at least let's be transparent about it and let the public decide. What are some of the consequences, good and bad, for every single person in a country or even larger areas of the world having their genome sequenced in a big database? We start our conversation saying that we can infer the genetic basis of different diseases and conditions. And that's amazing. We can offer new drugs, new treatments. It's important for families with rare genetic disorders that we do that, and they suffer horribly from these disorders. So there are so many great things about it. Also, our ability to catch criminals using these technologies, it's amazing. The day that the Golden State Killer was captured was a very good day for humanity. So if we have these large databases, presumably in the future, we could virtually solve any rape case. Nobody can like rape someone and just hide and will not be able to find this person. On the other hand, we know from other countries, not the US, that sometimes genomic information can be used to repress minorities. 